Hey, everybody. How's it going? Oh, man, before we start, man, uh, I, got, I just want to let you know I have a show on 420. That's in San Angelo in the Main Street Saloon. It's at 9 p.m. It's a 420 show, man. It's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, I'm going to be in it. Uh, local comedian Red Giles is going to be in it. Uh, Melissa Moore from San Angelo is going to be in it. And a guy named, I forget his name, I apologize, but his name is Garrett. I believe he's uh, a San Angelo comedian as well. But, you know, if you got nothing to do, if you want to take a trip to San Angelo, if anybody listens to us in San Angelo, Check us out, man. It's gonna it's gonna be a fun time. Have a couple beers with us. It's gonna be a grand old time, man. Hell Find yeah. me out there. It's four twenty. Find me in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Just to say hi, you know. Just to say hi. <laughs> We're gonna have a good time, man. It's gonna be some laughs. It's it, it's, it's gonna be awesome. And then just go afterwards too. Afterwards, I want to have some fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. We went to uh, where did we go last time? Twin Peaks to go watch the fucking boxing oh, match. Yeah, no, we, we didn't even go to watch it. No, we just we, ended up. Yeah, we went to go eat, and the freaking crowd was lit in there, dude. Oh, it was hell so yeah. lit. It was so much fun. And, and we got it, like, at the very end. Like, we walked in, like, the last two rounds, right? Yeah, like, yeah, Like, somewhere yeah. around yeah, there. Yeah, so it was all the action. Yeah, yeah. Super fun. Got to see all the... Oh, and, the, and then, of course, the women there. Oh. Oh, man, I was just... I was drooling over them. <laughs> Jeez, I'm not gonna... Like, I mean, they walk around like like they want you to look at them in the first place, so of course I mean, that's, I was. That's the whole point of the restaurant. Yeah. And then, and then I don't understand when girls get offended. You know, working at Twin Peaks, don't look at me. Like, bitch, you signed up for this. <laughs> I'm not grabbing you. Yeah, if I was uh, grabbing you, that'd be a problem. I'm grabbing you with my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but that was fun, and uh, they put fucking uh, uh, Mayweather on the yeah. spot, too. They were like, are you going to fight? Pacquiao, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was in the he was in the crowd, and I was so drunk that I <laughs> that I don't remember his response. I remember him, them getting a close up right on him. He had his shades on. I think he had like a blue turtleneck too. Dude, he had he had, he was swagged out. For yeah, sure, yeah, for you know sure. him. I just don't remember his reply to it or rebuttal, whatever. Yeah, but that was that was a fun fight or whatever the last two rounds. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun for whatever we, we were doing there. <laughs> but yeah, so thanks again for uh, checking into our coming. Come and get it podcast. I am your host, Israel Valdez, and with in your other host, Sergio Cervantes, Mr. Famous in San Angelo, <laughs> be. We're working toward it. The San, the San Angelo crowd likes me. Like the first show I had there ever was in Dead Horse. It was 18, 2018, February. Oh, wow. nice. February 2nd, I remember, February 2nd, 2018. And they liked me. And I kept getting invited back over and over to Dead Horse, and they. They fucking like they like oh, yeah. me, man. The San Angelo crowd ended up liking me. I think they like me a little more than the Big Spring crowd. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that might be a sign. That might be a sign. <laughs> but I, I always enjoy, you know, even though the. I think yeah, whatever. I always enjoy. I always enjoy going over there all, all the time. Like once, I think I told the story before, on the podcast. But one time I went, and it was the same venue that I'm gonna do this 420 show at. And uh, I bombed so fucking hard, dude. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I told you, but I don't know about the audience. I like, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was not Christmas. It was Halloween. Uh, it was somebody's birthday too. Nobody gave a fuck about comedy that yeah. night. Nobody cared at all. Everybody just kept playing darts, the most boring sport in the world. <laughs> I could not get people's attention off of. At one one point, I did get somebody's attention, people's everybody's attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, they everybody was in costume, and, okay. and a couple walked in. And one of them was a nun, and the other was a was a priest. 
And I was like, that's a nice costume, man. You just need an ultra boy and you'll be complete. <laughs> and then the crowd was like, everybody in the room was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that got everybody's attention. <laughs> All right. But I got that reaction, and that alone was that a small success for the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, got, it was that reaction alone. I was like, okay, well, I still have power to grab people's yeah. attention. They just don't. They don't care right now. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's, like, focused on drinking, and we've talked about this. I think it was one of the first five episodes that we were speaking about how you didn't like Halloween. It was mm. definitely one of the first episodes. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And I was like, dude, fuck Halloween. Fuck Halloween. <laughs> I said, fuck uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah, and this Valentine's Day, I don't even do anything. Me either. Well, I, I actually had a girlfriend, the first girlfriend I had had in two years, which oh, yeah. I will say was rather unofficial. I think <laughs> we jumped the gun by going ahead and, you know, titling ourselves because yeah. two weeks is not a relationship. I will no, definitely no. say that that does not count for my girlfriend to count. I remember when I was like, 13 and I thought two weeks was a relationship. I was dude, like, my first for real? Girlfriend. I was like, dude, I'm like, dating ooh. bitches left and right. Yeah. <laughs> two girlfriends a month. Like, I was like, no. And not thinking about it, I was like, dude, we were friends. Like, kind of. <laughs> we just talked every day. A <laughs> we lot. just pecked each other on the mouth. That was it. Yeah. Really well, I, I didn't even have my first kiss till I was like, I was in my freshman year of high school. No shit. Yeah, yeah. I think I had my first kiss at like 12 years old. No? Oh, no, no, shit. No, 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 no. I was in sixth grade. That was in 06. How old was I in 06? Uh, set the, uh, yeah, 14? 11, 13? 12. Wait, oh, wait, no, no, wait. 11, 12. I was 11. And you're older than me. So I was 12. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Yeah, that was crazy. It's it's something crazy, man. Like, when you kiss a girl for the first time, and it, it, you feel like such a man. Like, you really step forward in life. You're like, I well, I kissed a girl, man. That, that is, this is something new. What What's going to happen next? And yeah, I didn't exactly. even, make, like, I didn't even make out with a girl. Like, I had that kiss. Just a peck. Yeah, yeah. And that, that was my girlfriend at the time, and that, that girl was like, I'm not... I'm not mentioning any names, but, like, for whatever reason, like, we didn't make out for, for like, a long time. And we finally did. It was awesome. It was, it was awesome. so fucking cool, man. <laughs> uh, Even today, it's it's still cool. Like, when you get... We're at a bar. It's, like, the same feeling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Let's talk about, you know, you're, you're talking about first kiss. Let's talk about first time ever, like, going anywhere other than just kissing, man. Let me tell you. My experience was rough because, sure, I had seen, you know, what videos I was able to sneak on the internet yeah, whatever. But in reality, like, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> and, like, I went Nobody in there. Nobody does. And I was looking, like, not looking, but, like, with my hands, I was just looking for spots. And <laughs> I was like, this this isn't, I don't I don't know, man. Maybe this isn't for me. <laughs> it, just, it was wild. It was wild. <laughs> And, and that, was, that was just like and I beyond was, kissing that was actually yeah like touching. hands on I mean yeah. yeah everything not everything but like hands on the first time it was just like okay I'm not going anywhere else because I don't know what I'm doing and, mm. and that was what it was and I, I think it, it had a lot to do with my age I won't say how old I was but I wasn't I wasn't I was probably well fuck it I was probably like 13 years old mm-hmm. my first interaction like that really not not, not sexual interaction but mm-hmm. it, well not sex but a sexual interaction yeah, around yeah. 13 and man let me tell you that was the weirdest thing it was like I thought I like girls I still do <laughs> I still do but in that moment I was like this is harder than the fucking looks dude man, it's out. your heart just starts pounding you don't know what to do the first time I ever uh, grabbed a boob I was like 15 I think mm-hmm. 14, 15 and it wasn't even like 
the boob. Yeah, it was just, it was over just the like shirt. over the shirt, you know? And like even she was looking at me like, are you done? Like, <laughs> what are you, are you, okay. <laughs> Can we get this How, over with? Are you going to leave me a Google review or what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what'd you think? Tell me what you like. <laughs> but go away now. But even then, like my my mind was blown, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got, I finally felt it. I did it. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man. And then like you, you start going further with different girls like uh you know actually seeing parts of a woman yeah. for the first time like in your face yeah oh man that's it's exciting and so terrifying yeah. at the same time because you, i think the first time with any person is rather terrifying especially like i'm i like i may not seem like it because i'm rather extroverted in, mm-hmm. in public uh i would say that i would I, I am kind of introverted as well because i am shy i'm very i'm not Outgoing if there's no, you know, liquid confidence in me. <laughs> I'm not very outgoing. I won't approach many people. I won't approach anyone unless I'm approached or I have a reason to. Yeah. So I'm pretty shy and that's kind of <clears throat> been, uh, I don't know where I was going with that. I said that at first. Uh, but I, I have the same, I have the same problem, man. I mean, you, you know this about yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 have, I have a difficult time. I mean, I could talk to women. But it's just like actually approaching and getting past that fucking yeah the icebreaker like, yeah yeah I'm not I'm not that guy to go out and just like talk to women like over and over again you know because yeah. I take I take rejection rather badly or poorly yeah, I'm get, I'm getting I'm getting I think a little better at it but I I still take it kind of poorly a little personally but <laughs> see <clears throat> I don't know that because I mean I'm not gonna say that I don't get rejected even now but it's like I don't make an effort if I don't see an effort back so it's just like mm-hmm. it starts with yeah. messaging and a little bit of you know flirting and if I'm not getting flirted with back then I don't go for it oh know? yeah when, when but it, it's 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 what we are now experiencing as millennials or whatever the fuck you want to say it's it's yeah. cyber love now it's we moved on to a whole new thing because we don't go out to skate land and uh, yeah. go out to the movies or drive-ins and meet other people we're literally meeting people because of the internet Internet. yeah and yeah. that's it and when you when it's like three words or even two words in a message and it's like the fifth message message it's not going yeah anywhere. Exactly. it's not gonna go anywhere man <laughs> she's just being nice yeah well just leave it alone that's my experience and I, and like i know for a fact i know i th- i feel like I, I know when a girl's interested in me like she kind of wants to give me a chance when I can make her laugh, mm-hmm. like I know she's really laughing. Yeah. And when I talk to her, the conversation doesn't seem forced. Yeah. Or you know? or dry. Yeah. Like I, like, uh, I like when uh, like I am when I'm especially when I'm texting. I love writing. I I have written books before. I love editing. I love grammar. So typing is naturally where I feel most comfortable. But when I'm typing, I, like I keep conversation going. I keep uh, asking open ended questions so that they they can't reply with a yes or no. Mm-hmm. So I keep the conversation going, but if, and that's when I know it, because I'm writing so much and asking for, you know, this detail or whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, by asking these open-ended questions, that if I don't get the same, I don't get the energy reciprocated, the, the effort, mm-hmm. then I'm like, all right, well, bye. It, exactly. It, 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 and it's not because, like, oh, you bitch, I'm, I'm not talking to you no more. It's like, all right, well, now I'm bored. Yeah, there's obviously nothing going on yeah. here, so I'm just going to move on. Yeah. yeah, so it's not, it's nothing personal against the other person. It's just like, okay, now I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> like, you didn't keep my attention. This ain't going nowhere. I'm not, you're not keeping mine. But what sucks is when you do keep each other's attention, but then it fades. Mm. That's, that's a, that's terrible. That's terrible. You know, because you really think something's going to happen. You know who I'm, who I'm talking about when I say that this happened, even recently. Uh-huh. And, uh, 
It does suck because you start talking for a long time or however long, yeah. and you start forming this emotional bond. You start getting to know this person in detail, even if you're not like per se falling in love you start getting closer and then this person just starts fading away and the the, the fading away the uh, the distance between the person that, who you confided in for so many times and you know whatever yeah kind of fades away and starts not being there mm-hmm. and so that does and suck. you just start missing it like oh man i had this thing going on yeah. and like kind of fucked it up or they fucked it up or, or whatever you know something happened so, yeah just, something happened yeah. sometimes it's your fault sometimes it's not that's another thing. I, I know when something's my fault, for the most part. Yeah. I, I kind of, because I, <laughs> I've said some, I've said some things to women that I should have said, should not have said before. I mean, not like bad things yeah, either, yeah. but, <laughs> but to make, but to push them away because I was joking. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's like, damn. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I fucked up. I'm sorry. It is what it is. You move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because living, living in, a, in a situation like that, just holding yourself to that every time and every day, it's just, you're going to drain yourself. Yeah. yeah. Not even worth it. You don't deserve the guilt. Yeah. Nobody, nobody deserves that guilt. Feel guilty for maybe five minutes. Yeah. And just go on. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, there's a time for everything, man. When uh, my dad told me this uh, one time after one of my breakups, to be honest, um, and, dude, I was freaking probably, like, 17 years old, and I was hurt, and my dad could tell. He's like, hey, man, chin up. You don't need to fucking do this because you did this yesterday. Like, you gave it its time. Like, if you need a little bit more time, take an extra day. But after this, you can't be like this. You got to keep going. Yeah. This isn't doing nothing for you but hurting you. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, you know fucking what? You're goddamn right. And on top of that, now, <clears throat> later on, I've learned, you know, you don't worry about things until they happen. Like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. and this is something that's really going on, this is real fucking life. <laughs> Two days ago, I decided to get up, or I got up in the morning, went to work, normal fucking day. <laughs> At lunch, I go to my mom's house, she's making food, and her husband is there with his co-workers, and they are in town looking for a house to, to rent out, to rent. And they're there, you know, having some drinks and uh, cooking some food or whatever they cooked outside. Um, so that's what I had for lunch, and... I, when I finally found out once I was leaving what was going on, I was like, well, why don't you show him my house? Just like that, dude. I didn't fucking think about it. I woke up that day knowing that I was going to go to sleep in my house that night, and that's all I knew. But things changed at lunch. They showed my house. They gave me cash in hand, the deposit, and I went. Uh, they came and saw the house. I signed. I, I drew up a, le- uh, a lease agreement, and I now have to be out by Sunday. That's Which insane. is... It's insane, dude. <laughs> Today's That's Thursday. It's three days away. I have three days to get out of my house. This came with no anticipation. This is nothing more than impulse on my end. And maybe I fucked up because I don't have a place to go. I'm a homeless homeowner. I mean, wh- why'd you do it in the first place? Um, I mean, Mainly because, A, I'm alone here. Uh-huh. And that's okay. I don't mind being alone. But the expense behind the house to be alone is way too much. Like, mm. this house is meant to have a whole ass family here, multiple incomes, mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't. And I'm still, and I'm making it. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. But I, like, I don't have the money left over that I should because I'm paying so much for the house. And my car, too, it's, damn, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's half of my house payment, and my house payment's a lot. <laughs> um and so those two alone take up a lot of my income, not not to mention that my electricity bill here is stupid high. It's like $300 plus every month for whatever fucking reason, probably the AC. But, and so I was like, 
I saw the opportunity. I didn't think about it. And I was like, fuck it, dude. Let's just do this because I can live better. I can live comfortably and be, you know, taking trips like everyone else's. Mm-hmm. But instead, I'm buried in my house because that's what I have. This is what I'm paying for instead mm-hmm. of trips. And I was like, well, if I can rent this bitch out and make some extra money on top of not paying my mortgage already. Yeah. So making a profit on the house. It's extra income. And... Why the fuck not, man? I like I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have anything going on. I don't have kids. I don't need a place to stay. Like, I mean, I do need a place to stay, but not like permanently. If I end up on my mom's couch for a month before I find a place, then so be it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just gonna be me doing what I'm doing because I only come home to sleep anyway. Yeah. I'm here at the end of the day because it's chill. It's comfortable. I can be anywhere else. I can be hanging with a buddy. I can be at the park. I can be doing anything else. Taking pictures, that'll, that'll, that'll give me more time to work on, on my photography and other projects that we got going on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, yeah, the other projects we got going yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. The productions we've got going on. <laughs> but, so, yeah, that's that's why I did it. And, and it, Yeah, it makes sense. And it so, with, sense. All, with all that said, I am having to worry about it because I'm having to think of options of where to go, but I'm not panicking. It is three days away, Serge, and I have not packed up a single thing. A single thing into the box. So yeah. I'm like, once it gets here, I'm going to be like, all right, well, now what? You know, <laughs> now what do I do? Um, but I don't worry about things twice. Well, okay, maybe this wasn't an example because I'm thinking about it. I'm a little bit worried. Um, but, uh, okay. I mean, you, got, you just don't worry about shit twice. You don't hurt over shit twice. You don't, you know, yeah. you cross that bridge when you get there. Once you get to the bridge, take your time, cross it. Oh, definitely. It I, I'm, de- I'm, I'm really trying to, like, live in the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm really trying that because, like, the past few years, I just think ahead. You know, what's going to... Okay. Gonna, I, I've been thinking ahead and in the past. I never think, what do I have going on at the moment? And now when I, when something I know is going to worry me, like, in a few days or whatever, I'm just like, just we'll just... Deal with it. Then. Like, deal with it then. When it happens then, deal with the emotions and figure out a situation. But until now, you're you're not yeah, stressed don't out. Think it. You're don't not stressed think out. It. Work on some material. Fig- think about think about the po- how much fun you're going to have on the podcast. Dude, should we look forward to this episode. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, even if you bomb on stage <clears throat> th- this week, I mean, you still went out and did something huh. fun. But don't. I'm really trying to not worry about shit. Good. I was this, uh, <laughs> and also I ran into I ran into a video of uh, Alan Watts, mm-hmm. like my favorite philosopher of all time. Just he just started talking about uh, what happens what happens when you stop talking to yourself. You know, because I don't know if you do, but I talk to myself. Oh yeah. I, oh yeah. I think everybody talks to themselves. I, I'm pretty sure everybody in the world talks to themselves. Isn't it crazy how you can hear your own voice in your yeah, voice? Yeah. That trips the <laughs> fuck out. But like, but like his voice, because he has a beautiful voice too, mm. and the, his, you know, his poetry and words, it, it was awesome because he was just talking about like you know just, just pretty much that just stop worrying. You know how you talk to yourself all the time? Well, that's just you creating problems with yourself. You're thinking up scenarios that may or may not happen. Instead, just let the universe do what it does. You're part of the universe. You can't deny that. Let it go. Let it be. Let it go. <clears throat> let it all. Let it all happen. He, of course, he puts it in a l- way yeah. more sophisticated way than I just yeah, did. Yeah, but no, I mean, I got, <laughs> the, I got the gist, and I yeah. like it a lot. Um, and like you're saying, you gotta you gotta live in the moment. You can't worry about things that are going to happen. However, 
I do, I, I, I advise you, I strongly advise you to have a goal, a long-term goal, mm. but focus on the present because the present is what's shaping tomorrow. Yeah. You know, yeah. so until it comes to worrying, don't think about the future, but think about the future in the long run, but live in the moment. You know, mm. like have a plan, have your fun while you're doing it. And mm. I feel like, man, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I, I think I have a lot of fun while I'm getting to where I need to be in life. And I'm so, so I'm enjoying it as much as I can. Man. And you you are, man. You're you're in a rough spot right now. Because but of, I mean, because but of I mean, an impulse a, decision I made. A, a month from now, you're going to be all right. Like, or even a week from now, you're going to be all right. Like, and I say that I don't want to be in an uncomfortable spot monetarily, but like, I want to, I'm, I'm being proactive because yeah. my house is paid through June. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm, I don't have to worry about it like right now, but I don't have to, wor- I don't want to have to worry about it in, like forever. You know, yeah, if I yeah. can rent this up for a little bit, either pay the house down, buy it plenty because, you know, I'm going to be making money on it. So all the extra money I could be throwing onto the principal on the house and basically lowering the amount of interest that I pay in the long run, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, if I can keep renting this thing out, dude, have this thing pay for itself. And then when I want to fucking retire or keep renting this out or when I retire and, you know, by the time I retire, my house will be paid off. My house should be paid off by the time I'm 53. Damn. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Damn. And so halfway through my life or quote unquote halfway through my life, I will have my house. And after that, like, I won't even, I, I will be able to retire by then even. Mm-hmm. Because I can't retire until, like, we're 65 or some shit. I don't know what the fuck the government's doing Unless now. you get a really good job and, you know, you're just enjoying what you're doing so and you so you don't have to retire, you know? Or we get famous. I mean, that's yeah. the other thing. <laughs> that one's a little more of a long shot there, though. But, yeah, so, man, it's just crazy. Crazy, crazy life is going yeah, on. and Yeah, we're both going to be all right, man. We're both I'm excited. Like, like, the fact that I do things so spontaneously, so impulsively, mm-hmm. it gives my life a little bit of a... Gives it of an edge, yeah. Yes, it gives it's it an something edge. to fucking. It de- like, it's definitely an edge. It, 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 sure. it, like, okay, unorthodox. <laughs> it's unorthodox. What I'm doing <laughs> is completely unorthodox. Nobody gets up and says, "My house is fully furnished. Move in." <laughs> you know, because I'm leaving this bitch fully furnished for the most part, except for you, my room, my bed. You can leave the weights if you want to take them, dude. No, whatever, whatever I, I've, is I've, in here. I've had a weight set in my my room that I just got rid of like last year, and it was nice. there for fucking ever. Was never used. I mean, I still use mine. Yeah. Yeah. Look at these arms, baby. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but yeah. So if there's anything, a couch you see in there, a table, this table, this table. We. I, I think we should fridge. definitely keep this table. I think so too. Let's keep this fucking and some chairs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, let's we, do, so let's we do need that. to put these in your truck. Even if they stay in the back of your truck, like, I don't even care. Yeah. Nobody's gonna steal the fucking table. I hope not. Yeah. But if they do, then fuck it. Um, just, but if they don't, yeah. if they don't, then like we have these as like a, a portable podcast. Hell yeah, <laughs> it's our port. It's a portable studio, yeah, actually. It's just do the fucking it. resin table. Do your shit outside. Yeah. <laughs> do it in the rain. Oh yeah, you still have the other two mics, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, which yeah. I'm still I'm I'm gonna take all my little things like all my clothes, all the knickknacks. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna leave just random shit around here because they're gonna move things like our posters. We need to move mm-hmm. little things. We gotta we gotta get settled in, and I have not touched one. Goddamn! <laughs> so that's gonna be my my stress on on Friday and Saturday. Fucking doing all that, man. Yeah. You go. You going to Red Show? When? The nineteenth. Uh, that is next Friday. Yeah, next Friday. Uh, probably. Probably. That's going to be at the Cactus House? The Cactus House. At what time? 
April 19th, I think the Cactus eight. House at 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the Improfection at- Show, uh, hosted by Jennifer McNeely. That is her thing. She started that thing. She's got several people that actually go um, pretty religiously every month because they have a, a show a month. Mm-hmm. Um, how, many a, people, how many people do they have now? In the Imperfection yeah, crew? crew? Uh, there's Andrew, Jennifer, Johnny, that dude Mark, uh, girl Vanessa, Chalice. Six, I know for sure, in the Imperfection. And, and uh, there may be a few different more, a uh, few more, because for one, for an example, Red is going to be in this Imperfection show, so that's seven mm-hmm. for this week. And knowing him, he might step in for some of the imperfection oh yeah skits. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah oh yeah he's quick he's witty oh yeah for sure i feel that, like i do really well there dude to be honest but <laughs> the requirements to get into that is pretty outrageous it, it's, at it's a ton- like i know i can step in at any time i want because yeah. i'm part of the show and i can i just i'm just like i can't yeah. i'm not that quick man yeah. See, I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm i can be quick on my own but when I'm yeah, somebody's giving me material and like to feed off of, I'm like I'm like all right, sh- I have to think about this. <laughs> See, I think you would need to think about it if you wanted to make like a skit for for me anyway. Like I feel like somebody throws a word out at me, I can I can make something out of it just because I'm, it, it might not be the funniest thing, but it made sense. Yeah, yeah, it's and you put in an effort too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I but didn't blink. Those those shows are really awesome, man. If you ever get a chance. The audience, if you ever get a chance to see an imperfection show, go to it, man. It's they're they're fucking crazy. And I will add to that, especially at the Cactus House. The Cactus House has got to be hands down the best audience I've seen anywhere. Oh yeah, in yeah, my for experience, sure, for sure. Cactus House, Cactus House is just an all around great venue in the first place. They have metal it's, shows too. I think they get pretty crazy there. I've never been to them. I just so to the simple in there too. Yeah, I love it. it's, it's like a what huge de- garage. It's what desert started out started out as. Yeah, yeah. But that was a lot smaller venue. Yeah, a lot way smaller. But when they fir- when desert first opened, it was just an art gallery, that, kind of a bar. But they were giving shit out for free because they didn't have a license, so they could just they they just, oh, they, they just had to distribute that oh, shit because they couldn't sell it. Yeah, they couldn't sell it. You could tip. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know how many people did that. Yeah. And on the and at that time, when it first opened, I was on probation. And I was too scared to drink anyways because I thought I was just get drug tested, you know? <laughs> okay. I was way too scared to drink. But I drank like once and it was on a trip. Oh, I just yeah. got really ballsy. What kind of trip? Uh, theater trip. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is the tripping on? <laughs> <laughs> Made you drink. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, when that that's when Desert started off and... Here, here they are. No. The desert flower just come a long way. It's come a long way, man. And I love it, man. Like that place, like the the. It's, it's such a cozy little. It's personal. Mm-hmm. It's small. Especially since last year, dude. This time last year, nobody went to yeah, open. Nobody mic. went to open. Nobody mic. went to open. I, think, well, I it, went. That was it. I remember so many times I'd be the only one there for for open mic. The only one there. I'm not bragging or anything. I'm not saying yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah. But a, a lot of times, I would be the only one fucking there. Yeah, for I'm an OG. Yeah. <laughs> OG. And and now it's mm-hmm. really cool. Cause I think I, it has a lot to do with the amount of people that are moving into Big Spring. The amount it's, of people that are moving into Big Spring and they know, people are starting to notice yeah. comedians this night. Yeah. Thursday night, I get to see some comedians. It's fucking awesome. If I was in, if I was here and I didn't do comedy, I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, I want to go see Dude, that." Why, why do you think I go every week? <laughs> <laughs> and and of course, I'd probably do the same thing. Like, think, oh, I'm gonna see these professional comics. I'm gonna laugh my ass off. 
Yeah. But like, you know, of yeah. course, I'd, I'd get it eventually. The first comedian I ever saw, I'd, I made that mistake. You were thinking they were going to be just I was like, that, this guy's, this guy's going to be awesome. I've never seen stand-up, like, uh, like in live person, be- yeah. in person and live before. And I saw it, and it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> and, like, and, like, it was bad because of multiple reasons. One, it was outside. Oh. I don't, like... For, for for everybody for everybody listening, I hate performing stand up outside. It's the absolute worst. That's all I'll say about that. Two, it was during the day, like oh. like two or three in the afternoon. What day was it? The of the, of the week. I can't remember. Saturday. Think, it's got to be a Saturday. Right? I was still I was still like seventeen, eighteen at the time, but it, it was somewhere around there. It was hot too, Ugh. and it was at the amphitheater. Oh yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. And how many there people was, were there? That's what I was getting to. There was like maybe 10, 13 people there, and they were separated too. Oh, it's fucked. So there was no yeah, there unity. Was, yeah, unity with, within the laughs or anything. And I, oh, felt, bad God, for, yeah. I felt bad for that guy. I really did. I was like, oh shit. But at least I saw it. I yeah. saw something happen today. And the people I was with, my friends, uh, Auden and Jesse. <laughs> I feel bad because I was the only one excited about it to see it. And I, like, kind of made them stay because I wanted to watch this guy's set. <laughs> Ended it poorly. Yes, yes. Eh. But I saw... I, at the same time, it's cool because I saw what didn't work. Mm-hmm. You know? Because even I kind of thought at the moment, I'd be like, this wor- this would work better in, in, inside. Yeah, well, for the, sure. And I... I it, it's just the the situation, you know. The situation is. too. Um, I just named off three. Yeah, no, and those, <laughs> those those are the situations that I'm talking about. I mean, that's a tough spot to be in. Mm-hmm. Outside in the heat in the middle of summer, whatever day it is at two o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two o'clock, man. I mean, then, it's just. I mean, that is just. You don't do anything at two o'clock. It's too fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> or even if the fucking weather is perfect, you just don't. Sh- you don't do shit like that at two o'clock. You no don't one do else. comedy. Nobody. People. Does. People are doing shit at two o'clock. They're working. They're. They're. You know, getting groceries. This yeah. is a time that they have to do shit. Yeah. For yeah. the most part. And the, yeah, it was. I would say that I'm always busy at two o'clock. Like no matter what day yeah. it is, unless it's probably Sunday. I'm usually when I when I have the day off. I'm usually like trying to write yeah. work out work on bits or something see I, 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 see I couldn't do that before I left the house I'd have to leave the house I don't know why it's like an anxiety of mine to leave my house immediately after I wake up even on my days off mm-hmm. I, I get up I think I've already said this before I'll go you know grab some food um, and go wash my car go to the park drive around the mountain like literally I go up there rather often just to drive around the bitch <laughs> just to get out of the house and then to drive back home and then I'm like hey let's watch TV let's I kind of play a game I kind of like it cause like back like a few years ago I, I would do the same thing yeah you know, like I, I would go to the mountain sometimes, sometimes I'd walk it and the best part is like smoking a joint or something yeah yeah for oh sure. my god <laughs> those were the days some days and just I like the view I know it's not the prettiest view dude I love but it but it's just so much the nice um, flat and you could see all the way to fucking Dallas, you know? <laughs> I actually had somebody reach out to me on a voluntarily, uh, on a volunteer, you know, basis. Like, I would volunteer my work. But they just redecorated an office here at a local uh, establishment. Mm-hmm. And they want to blow up a picture of mine that I still have yet to take. Um, and they want to put it, at, like, they blow it up the size of the wall. Or for, like, a, a big yeah, chunk yeah. of the wall and have yeah. my picture of the sky, of the West Texas sunset, is what I'm That's pretty dope. They said sky. 
I'm going for sunset. <laughs> sunsets here, dude, are undeniably beautiful. Oh yeah, man! Nothing's in the way. Ugh. He just it, it looks a like mountain. a painting. The other day, I went to take said picture, and it was seven fifty-seven. I was like, "Dope, sunsets at eight. Bitches were locked at fucking seven fifty-seven. <laughs> so I don't know what time I have to be up there. If anybody knows what time I have to be at the mountain think, before they close the, the, I think you're probably just gonna have to sneak in, man. I can't. The gates are locked, and I'm not walking oh, with all yeah. my equipment all the way to the top of the mountain. Get a moped. By the time I get there, I should have <laughs> driven because I would have needed 20 minutes to get there. I was, I'm gonna miss a sunset. If I walk in. Those West Texas sunsets. I like. I'm gonna stay on this for a second. Those. Mm. I'm, they look like paintings. They're like. Dude, really. I look. I look at. I look at those sunsets, and I'm like, there's something. This universe is fucking awesome. Yeah. As like. You, as humans going through stress and shit and just like not really knowing what to do with your life and you look at a fucking sunset especially here and you're like you're able to breathe yeah you're like oh man I, I'm part of this universe yeah I, like that's something I connect with on a very a, kind of a personal level man it is, it is, a, it is only personal yeah <laughs> it is only personal you're like reflecting at that moment like looking back either whether it's such a day like man Today was a good day. Or, man, today was pretty shitty. Tomorrow's going to be better, though. You know, yeah. Just keep going. Keep going. You take, your, you take it the L and move forward. Uh, one thing that I see pretty often is, like, when the sun is... It's not setting, but the, it's going down, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, there'll be a cloud with, like, a hole in it. Oh, the, sun, the rays. Yeah, the sun, the sun will, like... It looks like an eye. And I feel like... I'll look at it and be like, I wonder if way back then people looked at that and they were like that must be somebody looking at us that must be god yeah and you know bam this this giant religious thing started happening like with the sun the son of god or whatever uh-huh. that like that all happened like i see it so many times and i'm just like convinced and like they probably thought that was god <laughs> they probably thought yeah. that was god you know dude and i think it's gorgeous when you like you said when there's uh holes in the clouds and the sun uh, the sun is shining through them Oh, yeah. Man, like, <laughs> like, sometimes, like you said, the shapes of those rays and, you know, whatever it is that the sun sunlight is projecting, mm-hmm. man, some of those things are gorgeous. Yeah, it's just, just nature, man. Yeah, it's honestly, nature. <laughs> nature's a beautiful thing. Just like humans, for one, I think it's amazing that we can run on sleep and food. Like, that is what we use. <laughs> plants are out here using water in the sun. Yeah. But we are living off of just things that nature gives us, like that we create maybe, but... We're, it's just we're, we're house plants with complicated emotions. I saw that on Facebook not too long ago. I was like, that, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. We need sunshine. We need water. We're fucking plants yeah. who have existential crises every few, like every few months or so. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, but I, I, you know what? I'm convinced that... People way back when, like you were saying, people that were starting to, you know, think about religions and shit, when they looked at the clouds and they saw this eye that it looks like, um, I just feel like, fuck, goddammit, I don't know where I was going. Go on, I remember, I remember. Do you just feel like, I, I don't know, maybe they just, they wanted some sort of purpose oh, oh, no, and no, that's no, no. why okay, they... Okay, okay. The clouds had to look way different back then, and I am convinced that global warming a is a thing, climate change oh, yeah. is a thing. Yeah. So the the weather that we have now wouldn't be the same weather that they had then. Mm-hmm. 
due to the warming, I feel like more of the ocean's water can evaporate. And the more water that does evaporate, the bigger the clouds we get because it's getting warmer. We're using up the ozone layer. So I feel like now we have bigger clouds than we used to. Mm-hmm. Way, 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 I mean, you know, uh, metaphorically or, or theoretically Talking speaking, like a, a few th- thousand years. A yeah. few thousand years ago. Okay. Yeah, so theoretically speaking, they wouldn't have the cloud thickness, the storms that we have now. Mm-hmm. Like back then, you know, shit didn't, uh, you don't hear about dinosaurs dying because of a storm. You hear dinosaur. I mean, it was a fucking asteroid, quote unquote. <laughs> um, for those that believe what they want, I don't give a shit. I'm just making an example. Um, and so, you don't hear about you know these big storms that used to kill off hundreds of people like it does now. Mm-hmm. And I think that is alarming if nobody else except see that. Except in the uh, what is it? No, no story. I'm not saying I'm not saying like that because that story is absurd in the first place. But yeah. if if any truth is behind it, uh, I, I was oh, I, I was led to no 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 oh. Noah's Ark. Oh Noah's yeah. Ark. Yeah, I was led I was led to mm. believe led to believe that it may have been like a like the ice caps melted, mm-hmm. and you know that, you know that just flooded the world because that maybe I think some somebody says some fucking smart guy or whatever some documentary I, I was watching. I, I don't even know the story. They they, they they were they were just like yeah that that would happen every few. Or whatever, thousand years or something like it, the the world would just yeah. fall, just, just be flooded entirely. Then after like I don't know a few months, be dried up. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because how is the water gonna rise? Antarctica is pretty big, and having all that just melt. <laughs> oh, the melting. Yeah, yeah. Oh no no. Okay 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 okay. Uh, a few thousand. Okay, so you're saying that humanity would become extinct and at some point be reborn i don't yeah i don't think extinct like uh, there'd be like po- it, there'd be pockets of people okay so you know? they'd make like boats or ships or yeah okay, yeah yeah okay i gotcha mm-hmm. i gotcha that's it that's interesting dude. it's a very interesting thought because i feel like we're headed there now like i i, I don't know if i read this online i don't know if i'm tripping but i i think i heard somewhere that uh we're we're starting to lose uh california because of the 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 San Andreas, what's it called? Uh, the, 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 I don't know. The but I mean, earthquake place. I mean, it creates the earthquakes. Uh-huh. The, the San Andreas break or streak or, I don't fucking know. Anyway. So we're going to lose California? Uh, and it, that's a problem? Eventually. I mean, I don't know that it's that's a, a fucking problem. Like a real problem. Kidding, <laughs> I mean, then we'd have to take off, we'd have to like remake every single fucking flag out there. Just lost the state. Just floated away. Nobody cares. Ended up in Japan. And they're like, they're, they they kind of they want they want to secede from the United States in the first place. Could you imagine seeing like the break oh my where God. the like just the, that broke off of the rest of the continent, <laughs> like just perfectly like down the line. <laughs> and, and, and the rest California. of the rest of America is just waving bye. This <laughs> is what you wanted, right? We'll see you later. And all these just like. <laughs> All these like transgender women just jerking off in the streets, oh telling people God. to accept them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was random, bro. You think in LA, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, man, that's just crazy. Oh, some of these thoughts are outrageous. We just went on a fucking rant about losing California. I, think, I mean. I, I mean, it's Hopefully. possible. It's Hopefully. possible. That, that that's a real possibility. That wishful thinking, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's already like 
<laughs> have a problem with water. They're right next to it. Like, what the fuck? Dude! <laughs> I've always said, just get it out of the fucking ocean. <laughs> like, it's, it's, even if it's fucking salt water, you're using it to put out the fucking fires that are consuming your entire state. I don't Seriously. Care. Yeah. Like, Seriously. They have a fire, like, every six months. Look, grab a bucket, but use the goddamn water. <laughs> have a bucket if you must. But use the fucking water. <laughs> it's there for you. God, man. I still, you know what? I, maybe they are better off drifting off, so they have probably. water all around. And they're, they're for the rest of eternity, the California's just, like, <laughs> drifting in the ocean. <laughs> it looks like Hawaii on the map because it, eventually everybody dies and there's just one big fire that is just always sustained. And it's just an island full of chads it's, it's or an, something. <laughs> no, it's an island. Um, it's a big island, uh, bonfire island. Everything's on fire. No one's there. It's just damn. Like, it just kind of happens. Died on, like humanity that just burned. <laughs> Either they burned or they escaped. Okay, so let's not get too too dark. They had the chance to escape. Some people didn't want to. Some people couldn't. Some people died. But before that happens, I do want to go to California. Though I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie. Have you ever been there? I've never been to California. No. no. I've been twice, but it's, I was young, dude. Yeah. I think the last time I went was like when I was like eight or ten. Really? Yeah. It's been a long time. You don't even remember what you guys did? Oh, no, no, no. We went to uh, Universal Studios uh, in Hollywood. Oh, okay. We went to the Disneyland Mm -hmm. um, and the beach, shit like that. Just California shit. Yeah, okay. Like, literally the same (laughs) thing everybody else does. That's why it's so goddamn crowded. I I definitely want to go... It's fun. Hit up open mics and stuff. Definitely watch oh, shit. watch shows. Okay, so you're you're there for business, not just leisure. Yeah, I I definitely like to go to like an open mic or two or whatever. But I I'd, I'd want to watch shows too. Mm-hmm. Like there's the famous comedy store there. It's the only one in existence. Oh shit. Yeah. And, what do you uh, buy at a comedy store? Material. No, that that's just what it's <laughs> called. That's just what the venue is called. Okay. Yeah, and then like giant famous comedians like that. That's. Like, if you're good, if you're a good comic and you're respected, you go to the comedy store. People, and you have to get accepted there, too. Mm. You know, because, like, Joe Rogan performs there, Joey Diaz, Richard Pryor, back in his prime, like, in the oh, 70s. Okay, so, so these yeah, are... Yeah, yeah, he, he, he would... It's that's where he would work venue. out his material. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's where he'd work out his, his shit. At Robin Williams... Oh, wow. Performed there. Everybody, er, any comedian I think you can name has has been. Okay, so I'm sure this isn't uh, like the flower where it's open mic and you can walk in. Oh, no, no, no. It's not What's like the, that. I it's mean, not, I wonder what the tickets are going to be like. It's not like because that. Because normally they're celebrity-ish or I think it's, growing, I think upcoming. It's fair, I think it's fairly like it's it's at a decent price because yeah. I bought... Uh, Everything's cheap there, too. It is. Yeah, and I bought their like uh, comedy store uh, yearbook. Uh-huh. It was like... Uh, from like the 70s or something but they made it like now and it was like still kind of like not cheaply made but you could tell like they just yeah. threw it all together it wasn't very professional but it was still fucking cool it's yeah. still fucking cool to have yeah and I was gonna say that I just said I was like everything is cheap there and when I say that everything the cost of living in California is stupid high it oh, is yeah. stupid high yeah. so that's not what I meant like but like like you said you can find this premium product but you go down the street a few stores down and you can find the cheap version of it. Yeah, exactly. And you're going to buy the cheap version of it every time because, yeah. for one, more than likely, you're using that only for the trip, whatever it is. Yeah. You can go <laughs> to the Gucci store right here or go down the block to the freaking, you know... DK. Yeah. Literally <laughs> anything. No, uh, the I mean, just a, a, a Ross. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you're just using that for the trip, man. Yeah, you're using that for the trip. Don't go Gucci. <laughs> you're going to the beach. But I think there... Like, a lot of it is about 
just comedy. It's not really about getting paid and shit. Cause like the comics, do they're, they get op- they're open about it. The comics that do perform there, they it's it's fifteen minute sets for for like you know, when you're on the list on the roster, you get fifteen minutes and it's fifteen dollars a set. That's, okay, that's not bad. It's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. It's a minute a dollar. But, but like, dollar but like minute. thinking like that's for, uh, you know, top notch comedians perform. I thought I thought they would get paid at least fifty, but fifteen. That's when that's when it's like okay, you're doing this for the craft. Yeah. You know, you, you don't. Oh, really they care. get paid. $15. They get paid fifteen. I thought they had to pay fifteen dollars to no, no, do no, a no, set. No, no. Okay, so no, no, no. fifteen dollars. They get paid fifteen dollars. That's a dollar a minute. It's a dollar a minute, so your material better be fucking. That's good. sixty dollars an hour, in theory. <laughs> but that's it's fifteen dollars every set they do. Yeah, no, like, and they're still working too. They'll get off that stage and they'll go do another one that night, and then another yeah. one, then another one, then another one. Because that's, oh, how, that that's like how you make so much fun. That's how you make a living, man. That seems like so much fun. Yeah, and I want to do that. I wanted to do that back at the Mescal show, but I got I decided to get drunk instead. Yeah, fuck yeah, it. yeah. But I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have done my mezcal set stayed sober went to a the open flag, mic yeah. that was just down the street and do another set i wish i would have done that just so i could say it but i, I didn't not, i don't know <laughs> i feel like that night went really fucking well and you deserved that oh break. yeah I, I it did it did it so went I, extremely I think you did the well. right thing you'll have the chance to kind of keep working but i think that night was probably one of your biggest crowds if not the biggest. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I, I thought so because I've been around to the shows with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that was the biggest one. That was an accomplishment. A big accomplishment. So oh, yeah. Like, dude, enjoy this. I think I bought you your beers. Yeah. Uh, I got I got drunk for free that night. You, for free? Yeah. You got, you, got me some, you got me something. Auden got me something. And then these women got me dope this got me stuff like three different women got me drinks <laughs> they didn't want to uh. fuck me one of them clarified that yeah one of them clarified, like i got off i did my set and i i like went to the bar i think i was gonna no i was saying hi to somebody and uh uh-huh. uh the bartender comes up to me and she gives me my drink or whatever something something happened uh-huh. and she, she goes uh the lady over here bought you your drink I want to go say thank you. She like hugged me. She was like, "You were funny, yada yada." But this doesn't mean I want to fuck you. I was like, "All right, whatever. You bought me a drink anyway, so <laughs> thanks for that." It's kind of like the same thing in my mind, <laughs> just to make it. It just made like like, and she was hot too, so like, <laughs> it kind of hurt. Like she was hot. I was like, "All right, this is awesome. This is gonna be the first time some I get laid for being funny." <laughs> For doing comedy and it just clarified right off the bat, man. I'm not trying to fuck you. <laughs> you really, like, well, that's too bad. <laughs> really? You should. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like you should have followed up with a joke, but definitely should have made it an innuendo. Oh yeah, innuendos are hilarious to me. <laughs> I can say something to you, and it can mean something slightly different in a bad, like in a yeah worse way or whatever. I fucking love it. That and double entendres. When I say something that has a double double meaning. <laughs> I'm like you take that as you will buddy. you take that as you will I ain't clarifying shit man today's been fun today's been really fun um, work went okay it was I stayed uh, an hour and a half extra so that sucked oh yeah 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 because yeah, we were yeah. we were supposed to get started like an hour ago oh well I mean, an hour before we did yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, but it's not. I mean, it's not like the audience. Duty no. calls. <laughs> duty calls. Like I have a full time job, and dude, I take that thing serious. Like, that thing is so like okay. I, I felt like all my other jobs being in finance, all the laws behind it, all the policies behind it. 
it's a lot to really think about um, knowing that you can make one mistake on an application on whatever it is and like you can get sued for a little mistake you can say something wrong and get a fine of normally up to $10,000 for saying one little thing wrong when you're presenting a contract so I feel like everything's always been super stressful but man this job extra policies extra like you have to read that shit while you're doing your job so that you're 100% compliant mm-hmm because if you're not compliant, you lose your bonuses either for six months or a year. Jesus Christ. Which is a portion of your fucking salary because that is what we work off of. That's scary to think about, man. I yeah. mean, you, you screw up a sentence and you're just you're fucked. If it, I mean, if it gets reported, yes. If yeah, it gets, yeah. you know, which normally those sentences have to be said a certain way because it, it's um, meant to be perceived a certain way. You have mm-hmm. to understand it exactly as it is because if I mislead you and make you think, and you think, it's a different way, then I can get sued for misinterpreting something and make it lying to you in a contract. Gotcha, I gotcha. So there's just so much <laughs> lying. And so this new job, dude. But, like, today, uh, again, I stayed a little longer. Um, and I and I hit my goal. I did pretty well. Mm-hmm. It was a good day. I'm just feeling good. I, I, I would be, I, as paranoid as I am, I would just... I would personally meet the 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 guys that I'm doing the contract for, and I'd be like, "All right, just so everything's clear, I'm gonna read this right in front of you. We're so, so I don't fuck anything up. All right? <laughs> I don't trust myself. <laughs> I'm just gonna read this in front of you so you understand what's going on, and I'm gonna record it too. So Here, my ass is not getting sued. Look at my skin color. I know I'm going to jail." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, but, um, I, and I've sent you snaps of the things that lay out on my desk. You see me here, you know, afterwards. Yeah. You don't see me in that mode at all. Yeah. You, I don't think you've ever seen me in full work mode. I haven't. And I haven't. so, like, I'm telling you how strict this shit is, like, how much attention I have to pay and how much little mm. shit I have to pay attention to. Like, when you see me and I'm all over the place, <laughs> I feel like you can't see me just, you know, being super detailed like that. I think I can because yeah. I see it in your work with photography when, you have, uh, when you're behind a camera I can tell like you perfection. want yeah you want what you want and you're not gonna settle for anything less and yeah. I've okay I don't want to brag but I, I I am good at what I do like in finance um, I have 90 96% of the time always ranked top 10 mm-hmm. God I, damn. I know how to speak I know how to present I know how to deliver I know how to make you think. Okay, and I've read books on persuasion um, and how to... Basically, persuasion was my important one. Um, and, the like, how to, how to help you understand benefits. Mm-hmm. Benefits that you probably won't need. <laughs> but they're benefits in case you do. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like insurances and warranties and shit like that. You buy because you... You want to be safe, but you don't know that you'll need it. So it might be a waste. <laughs> and, and it is what it is. You're, you're, being, a, you're being a salesman. Yeah, man. And, being I, and, and, salesman. I, and I, like I said, I do that pretty well. I know how to speak to people that, you know, are in collections that owe me money. <laughs> I know how to speak to them like, yo, you need to, you need to have me at, at the top of your priorities here, you know, because when you get in a bind and you need money, you need to pay the people that give you the money to pay those people. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I need to give them the benefit to paying me. Well, so you're going to send fucking Arthur Morgan out I'm there s- and I'm just whoop their ass. <laughs> I am selling myself. <laughs> <laughs> Go collect my <laughs> Go collect my fucking money. 
Yeah, Morgan. Hell, <laughs> hell yeah. So it's, it's a lot like that. So I have to sell myself to them while they owe me. Gotcha. I gotcha. So it's like you have to persuade them mm-hmm. again of the benefits of paying me. It's an art. It's like, like entertain, entertainment. It's, you're selling yourself. Selling yourself, man. <laughs> and it, I mean, it's everything. Yeah. You're selling yourself in everything. Yeah, you are. You are. Whether you're a welder, yeah, a laborer, everything. you have to be selling to somebody else to make more money. Yeah, to yeah. Have more recognition, and I mean, I will take recognition when it's due. Sometimes I feel, you know, uh, humble is not the word I'm looking for, but anyway, humble is close. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to. I'm like, yo, you know, modest, modest, modest. Is the word. Okay. I was like, ah, you guys are so nice. Like that really wasn't that great. Thank <laughs> you. Sometimes, but sometimes I'll be like, "Yo, you, you see that shit? That is good. Shit. <laughs> that is good shit. That's when I know that I did really well. Yeah, and I know what to compare myself up against because I'm very competitive. So my numbers are just mm-hmm. super important to me. Out of 189 people, last week I was at number 11. Oh shit! This week I was at number eight. Oh, I just fucking moving on up. Yeah, man. and that was before today, and I had a good day today. I did, you know, I, I met my goals and exceeded. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure where I'll end up tomorrow, but I'm doing it it at work. I'm doing it in life. I don't know where the fuck I'm going to go and live. But aside from that, I've got my life together. I had a a pretty good day today, too, man. Yeah, I just woke up. I'm surprised I didn't turn on my PlayStation. Whoa. Yeah, I I didn't do that. Instead, I was was just like, you know, it's... He pulled down his pants and started the other place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other PlayStation <laughs> was really turned on. <laughs> but like today cuz today I realized I was like, "Oh shit, I have a I have a show coming up. I need to prepare oh, for that." Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, "I need to prepare for that." Yeah. Like I I have time. I can't just prepare the day before cuz that's going to be stupid. Yeah, that really would. And <laughs> I will say that I've seen you not prepare and go up and kind of like last minute kind of look over your notes and yeah. you know Almost like a panic, but not so much a panic. Uh, it's just I know, like, like shit, shit, shit. Yeah, gotta, yeah. Gotta, gotta scroll through, scroll through, <laughs> get ideas, refresh my memory. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. refresh, refreshing my memory. Oh, this is where I'm going with yeah. the joke. Yada yada. But yeah, yeah. Today but was, I've seen when you prepare your shit for a while and you kind of like plan it out and you you really like a lot of people don't see this side of you, and I'm sure that people knowing that you're a comic and you know mm-hmm. I'm not. <laughs> I'm sure people are like, this dude tells dude jokes all the time. This dude tells no. his jokes nonstop. Like, I have a personal comedian. No, it's like, we don't even tell jokes around no, each other. No, 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 no. Ever. Ever. I never <laughs> tell this guy my jokes. I don't tell anybody my yeah, no, jokes. And, and, like, <laughs> no, and that's great because I, I prefer to hear it on stage where it's meant to be. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. I don't want to, like, fake laugh because I'm, you know, here. Yeah, And yeah. I'm not going to not laugh, <laughs> you know? So I, I would rather hear it on stage and... If I have feedback, you know damn well I'm going to give you my feedback. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But, um, <laughs> but it, it, it's, fun, it's fun, dude. Like, oh, yeah, I just prepared all new shit because I am just trying to write new shit, as, as you see. Yeah, scene. I don't you already mind. have 20 I minutes, have, homie. Yeah, I, 20 I don't minutes have, plus. To, to de- yeah, yeah, with the stuff I had before, which I'm not retiring. It's just, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. just have that, you know. And then now I, ha- I went through it. I didn't time myself. I Tonight, I didn't have to time myself. I have not been timing myself as long as I've been doing this new stuff. But uh, I think I think in all, what I'm doing tonight is about 12 minutes. Nice. 12 minutes, yeah. Is this all new? All. How much? Yes. 
Oh yeah. shit! It's all it's all new. I mean, some jokes I'm bringing back from like a year ago or yeah. two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Cause, and because no, and that's good. Yeah, yeah. If it's a good segue, then fucking yeah, it's yeah. At your disposal. And, but but for the most part, it's new. You know, you've had heard a couple. I mean, you you've heard them. Yeah. Like last week yeah. and the week before, but yeah. the, to me they're still yeah, considered well, it new. Is new because yeah, <laughs> the other jokes have got some mileage on them. They're yeah. still funny. Yeah, yeah, it's still rolling. Yeah, but it's, and I know I can hit hit them with hit them with a different audience, and they're still gonna work. I feel too. like if you keep performing here, and then you, say you do start getting a little bit bigger, like at some point you'll have that moment where people start telling you your jokes. <laughs> I hope so. It's, I hope I so, think, man. I think that is gonna be one of your biggest accomplishments. If I'm not mistaken, I heard somebody at the Desert Flower. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, um, you were up there. You were telling one of the jokes that you had before, and the dude like was either at the bar, or, like right next to the bar, and I was close to there. And he said the punchline, really the quietly, not a lot, like super really? loud. But he's like, and he just said it, and I was like, oh you remember, shit, I remember the joke. I don't remember the joke, and I don't remember the person I've been drinking to. <laughs> <laughs> it's the flower. I'm there to have yeah, fun. yeah. But that's, I mean, that's what a lot of comedians, that's what you're supposed to do as a comedian. So, I mean, I'm, in no way am I knocking anybody, but to always have new material. Yeah. It's like, what you're doing is, I've made up an analogy, like, think of it as a shop. You know, if you're going to build a car or whatever, you need tools. Mm-hmm. You got to get tools that you need. Mm-hmm. Get, start getting tools, build up a, uh, a, a toolbox, whatever. But eventually... Hopefully you don't you don't become that guy that's just constantly buying tools, because you're never gonna build anything. Get what you need and then start building something. Yeah. And then new shit will come along with it. Yeah. Then. And see, but I think in in a possible like uh, different situation they might be trying to uh, practice how they project themselves, mm-hmm. not so much the material. Yeah. Um, so it's I mean, more yeah, like I'm, I'm, yeah, practicing you... pr- uh, stage presence. Yeah. Because that's more my... Well, no, I've been practicing when I go up there. It's been material, not presence. Mm-hmm. I need to practice presence. I need to do what I'm supposed to be doing. And <laughs> which I'm not going to mention again. It's every fucking week that I'm like, I might go up this week. <laughs> yeah. and, no, I didn't go up last week. I didn't go up... Th- hey. I haven't been up in like a month. I did it for a month in a row and then I haven't been up in like close to a month now. Hey, man. I mean, it's not something you're trying to pursue. It's, it's just something not. you want to fuck around with. And yeah. I, and I respect that. I, re- I really do. For somebody who just wants to fuck around and like, hey, I just do stand-up just because I, I, when I feel, like it, it's, I feel like it that's cool as shit to me yeah. and they like they have a real job too that's cool as shit man yeah. like you're still a comic yeah yeah you're still you're still a comedian if you're going up on open mics at that moment you yeah. are you know yeah but it, that, and, and, and okay so again I've told you and I've told everyone I don't plan to pursue it professionally like you know maybe you and some other uh, people at the open mic um, but I'm like you said I'm out there just fucking around having fun and and I don't plan to stop, so I would say that I'm a comic. Uh, uh, sometimes, like mm-hmm. I'll describe it as, you know, well, I'm a, I'm stand up on Thursdays. I do stand up. <laughs> uh, I do stand up on Thursdays, you know, or you know, every now and then. So people are like, oh, this dude does jokes. Mm-hmm. So automatically, it's like he's kind of a comedian, but I'm not like full time or dedicated. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> fucking around. It's 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 fun, dude. Cause like uh, that's something. A lot of people aren't used to. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, when you tell people, "Oh, I'm a comedian," their eyes kind of light up. They're like, "Oh, you're really? I didn't expect that out of you. <laughs> you <laughs> you're a comedian because you're not funny." funny. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! 
Dude, you know what I've been uh, really interested in for whatever reason, even though the trailer came out like two weeks ago? Huh. The the new Joker movie. I haven't seen the fucking previews. Oh my god, it's it's. I don't. I, okay, anything that's been on TV for the last probably like nine months now. Mm-hmm. No idea. <laughs> if, if it's not on Facebook, I didn't see it. For what it is, what they're like trying to execute, I'm totally behind it because uh, my one of my favorite movies of all time is Taxi Driver. I think I told yeah. you before. And uh, it's, what that is about is just like a loner. Do you like, have that movie? I do, but it got fucked up. It's in a disc, and like there's some glue on the back that like won't that like is permanently stuck on there, and I kind of scratched it up, and now I can't I can't mm. watch it. But it's about a loner who just like he doesn't know how to cope. He does with his uh, insomnia, so he gets a job as a taxi driver. He starts seeing this horrible shit happening, and what he thinks is good. He's just, he's just losing his mind. He wants to do something about all the bad that's happening. And within that, because he's mentally ill, too, he just ends up becoming pretty much a psycho. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not as it's not as brutal as I'm making it out to be, but, like, it's a character study. You're seeing this guy just gradually lose his mind. And I you could see that in, in this new movie, Joker. Like, that's what they're going it for. It is um, DC Joker, yeah? Yes, okay, yes, yes. Okay. It's supposed to be a standalone. Like, this is... Oh, Has there been a standalone no. uh, Joker? standalone Joker movie? Yeah, no, never, never. Standalone Joker comics, yes. Okay, yes. So that that's interesting. I'm I'm kind of interested. I, I like Batman. Oh, dude, this this movie, I feel like you would like. Yeah, for sure, man. Is it kind of psycho? Who plays him? Oh, yeah. uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Do you know him? No. Uh, her, you know, he was in her. Uh, he he's the guy who Who's falls her? in love with. Uh, <laughs> he was in her. Yeah. <laughs> Did it? Um, never mind. I haven't. I haven't seen a lot of his movies, but uh, he he was uh, the, the, I think the Caesar in Gladiator. Didn't see that. No, um, <laughs> but he's a, he's a he's a really, really fantastic actor. He's he's really good at what he does, and for him to play the Joker was just like a, a perfect match. It really it really is because because uh, he thought he he. A lot of people know. I don't know how factual it is, but a lot of pe- a lot of people have been saying, and I think he stated that all these comic book movie- movies are coming out, and they're they're trying. Some are doing well, some are doing not so well, but there's so much content. Why don't we just focus on one character and really study that character? And he said that a long time ago, before the Joker was ever announced. Uh-huh. And then you know, here comes along the script. He gets past the script by the director and yada yada and he's like yeah I'm gonna do it cause this is what I wanna do and it's, it's just gonna be one standalone contained story nice and I feel it's gonna be fucking amazing is it like the backstory to the Joker oh yeah yeah cause like the whole thing about the Joker is like he doesn't have an origin oh yeah he does. So he's just there yeah so and they're making an origin they're making an origin wow. but this has even in the comics there's an origin oh yeah there's like quote unquote origins one of the biggest uh widely known accepted quote-unquote origins about the Joker mm-hmm. is that he was a failed stand-up comedian. Oh, shit. Yeah, he was a failed stand-up comedian who tried to do it. That he makes was, sense. Joker, that was, makes so much sense. He was terrible at it. He actually had... I'm just gonna... Do you, you care if I tell you? Go ahead. Yeah, he he, uh, he he was trying to be a stand-up comedian. He was terrible at it. He had a pregnant wife. He, he couldn't pay his bills, yada, yada. And he's like, I need some fucking money. So he turns to these criminals... We were like, if you do this for us, we'll fu- we'll pay you. And uh, he decides to wear the red hood just as a, like, so he doesn't get caught or whatever. Mm-hmm. And 
during this uh, altercation or, or something, during his, the heist, uh, Batman comes along because Batman existed right, at, that, at right. that moment. And uh, he comes along and uh, the, the guy who is the Joker, I forget his name in the comics. I don't think he has a name. But he falls into a, a, a bat of waste. Very comic book-like thing. He falls into some waste and he emerges with the white yeah. skin, the green hair, and his uh, lips are... They're supposed to be peeled. They're not turned red they're peeled oh wow yeah and he sees he sees his reflection in there and uh, and i think i think before or after he he got the news that his wife had died oh shit yeah yeah and so with all that <clears throat> happening put together he just drove him insane and that he became the joke wow yeah that is crazy. <laughs> that really just like took me on a whole ass trip. Like, because not a huge movie guy, blah 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 blah. Yeah, I think the but, people know that. Yeah, already. Yeah. <laughs> so it, no, but it's like so for people that have watched it and know so much about it. So when I hear about it, because I do like Batman and I do like you know comics and you know the characters, mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's kind of like you just took me on a trip on behind the Joker, oh, yeah. like one of the quote unquote origins most widely known. Yeah. Um, and, and that was kind of cool. Um, speaking of, you know, movies and cinematics and shit, dude, 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 <laughs> did you watch the movie that I asked you to watch? I was going to ask you what it was called again. I'm sorry. Okay, so for you and everyone else, I really strongly recommend a movie called I'm Just Fucking With You <laughs> on Hulu. On Hulu. On Hulu. I'm just fu- well, what's the premise of it? What's the setup here? <sighs> Man, there's a crazy guy... I'm already into it. <laughs> it is the this. It it's a work of art. I don't know how to describe them like you do, Serge. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is just it's it's exciting. It's uh you don't you don't expect the things that are gonna happen. And this dude is like um, event like in the long run, he's planning this thing out. I I would I want to tell you like the end so you can kind of see where it all like how it all builds up. Yeah. But that ruins the entire movie because the the, the ending yeah, is a yeah. twist. <laughs> the ending is the yeah. biggest plot don't, twist. Don't, don't tell me. Don't in a movie me. full of fucking plot twists. I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you. All right. It's gonna like I feel like that was one of the trippiest. It's kind of thriller, suspenseish. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. I like those kind of movies. But it's like super psycho. <laughs> The movie is super psycho, and it is fucking fabulous. The characters, the actors, hands down, became some of my favorite. They really portrayed that movie really well, Mm -hmm. and I'm not a movie guy. (laughs) So this is like, I will say that I'm not a movie guy because I don't sit down and watch them. Not because I can't appreciate good movies. I do watch movies, and when I do, I do, like, I want to sit there and I want to focus on them. Yeah, yeah. But I don't want to spend all my time doing that. That's why I don't watch them. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. So this movie, I sat down and I watched uh, with my undivided attention. Did you just take a gamble on it? You're like, uh, see what this no, is all about. I, I went over to Sean's and he was uh, he was probably like three minutes into the movie. He told me what had happened in the first three minutes. I didn't watch the first three minutes, so uh, <laughs> I don't know what happens there. But the whole, I mean, I watched the rest of the movie and I, I mean, just we were you know having our fun and just watching. Yeah, just, yeah. It had our undivided attention. Both oh, of yeah. us were like, oh man. The, those are the reactions that the, that the movie creates. Yeah, yeah. At the same time, in unison, it's like, just kept going back to staring. It was cool. That's real entertainment yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. Like... The colors that they use. You know how I feel about colors. Mm-hmm. And the camera work, now that I'm starting to have, you know, the, the handle behind the camera. 
um, I, I, I see that what it takes to move the camera a certain way, mm-hmm. and that captures my attention. <laughs> I Dude. see how the camera moves, and I'm like, okay, so he had to move the, the, the stabilizer, the gimbal, the camera. He had to move the camera in this, this certain way mm-hmm. to get this certain angle, and that's just how I see it now. And so that really intrigued me. The camera work is beautiful. Oh, dude, that camera work can make or break a movie. Mm -hmm. It really can. And I feel like that actually has a lot to do with the movie because at some points it was so psycho that I was like, what the fuck? Because it's visual storytelling. The cameraman has a real job there, man. He he has to get those moments the way you need to see them. And the editors, dude, they have to go back and edit all this raw film into these suspenseful, like, um, sudden moments. Yeah, So subtle... I bet that's so fucking hard, man. I bet that's so hard. Like, the creativity that has to go behind it. And I tell you from the little editing that I've done, you know, this compared to what the fuck they do, I'm fucking shit. (laughs) I ain't anybody. Um, So, I mean, and I respect that a lot. That is, obviously, if that were to become something that is uh, feasible in the future, Mm -hmm. becoming a director or something like along the line of the arts, I would be more than ecstatic to do so. (laughs) Director's a big job, man. Director, Director. I mean, but I admire the work. I, yeah. I admire the passion that goes into it, you know? Because fucking... And I feel like I'm so passionate about every little thing. <laughs> I told you how I how, how well-defined my lines are at work, my policies. Yeah. I am passionate about that because I'm literally doing it to the T, you know, <laughs> whatever. And so if I were to have the opportunity, like, and I feel like obviously you and I would be you know, stuck through this in the entertainment spot. Um, so having you write and me directing the, like the way I see it mm-hmm. with your content. And I feel like it could really be something. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh man. I would big, just, big, big, big visuals. You got to have a goal. Yeah. Live your life day by day. Keep <laughs> filming what we're filming. <laughs> and eventually who knows, dude, even those shots we got are, yeah. <sighs> Oh my There's god. There's now. Oh, dude, I, mean, I need somebody else to be driving. Oh, uh, dude, dude, like cuz I've never seen that. I've never like had any sort of camera interaction like that Me before. Either. So like to see it and it actually come out roughly the way we wanted it yeah. to. It was I mean, just it's, fucking it's awesome. beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Had it not been the one holding the gimbal and sticking my hands out yeah. the, the 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 car door and you know, trying to drive and not crash and <laughs> not speed and keep up with you. And it, it was a lot to focus on at once. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't perfect. So if I had somebody else to focus on half of that while I only focused on recording, stick yeah. my body out, find, like, get more stability. Because, mm. uh, again, one-handed, two-handed even, but knee driving and I'm not yeah, comfortable. Yeah. It can, it, it will be so much different. I really love that one you got, of the, your, the tracking shot you get. That you got of me at the chalet, like when we're going, just going down oh, yeah. that, that, yeah. that little paved, whatever. That fucking little loop. Oh yeah, man. I fucking love that. Cause like the first time I saw it, and I was like, "That's awesome." But then you sent it to me, I was like, "There was something different." There was music behind it too. There the music, music the it. music was behind it, and I had cropped out the bump. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> I, 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 I mean, my camera is thick. I mean, altogether, that probably is about seven mm-hmm. inches in height. And trying to stick it through seven and a half inches of space through those pipes. I mean, I bumped it. I, I yeah. fucked up. I bumped it. And it, you can see it just a bit, but the stabilizer kind of kept it. But I cropped out that, like, millisecond of a bump. Mm-hmm. 
and it kind of went slightly fluently. You can see the cut, but it was minimal. And it looked like an interesting movie. Like, I'm not just saying because I was fucking in it. I yeah. was in the shot. I was, like, if I saw that shot, I'd be like, really what, what's this? Yeah. What's, where's this leading to? <laughs> and the fact, like, even if I can't hear it, the fact that she were turning around and talking to the camera, I absolutely love that because I did mute the videos when I oh, recorded did? those <laughs> and I played music over them. So even nothing being heard, we were having conversation. You were looking back at the camera and talking. You did it once. I won't say that you kept doing it, but mm. you did it once. And I was like, that's cool. That looks cool. Like, I don't know what is going on, but I feel like that could have been the intro to a movie. Oh, yeah, man. You know what but, I'm saying? Because there was this part where you're, where you're filled. The, 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 the corner? Yeah, the corner's like this, and I'm walking alongside here, and you're following me. And then uh, the you're still following me and then like around the camera, the camera just, yeah yeah the camera just like once you get around the corner the whole side su- of the building yeah the whole the side down. of the building and the rest of town is like there and you're like it's kind of looked like a video game and a movie at the same time yeah like, yeah i feel that because it made your mind think oh a story's about to happen what's gonna happen with this character or something yeah. you know, it, it was really fucking cool to see something we made yeah that had like potential behind it and it's absolutely nothing we went out there yeah (laughs) you want to go fuck around with the camera (laughs) yeah dude i'm down so we like we went downtown we started fucking around with the camera we got some good shots those are good shots we need to practice professional obviously (laughs) they were semi-professional this is the uh, building up to the professional amateur (laughs) amateur videographer Mm -hmm. i would say it's a very natural step to take for a photographer i really feel it it's a very natural step to take and i've told you before like when i I was growing up i always wanted to be a movie director like Mm. growing up i saw the (laughs) clips i saw the videos of camera directors Mm. you know recording and doing the action yeah shit like that Mm. and i'm like wow he's you know seeing the the movie that that came out Mm. afterwards it was just amazing to me hell yeah and i just wanted to do that i just wanted to make movies I've always, like, I've, I've written stories before. Um, I'm behind the camera already. It's always been super intriguing. Yeah, so yeah. naturally, yeah, like, I agree. This is a natural step. Did you did you uh, get a hold of a camera when you were a little kid and just randomly take pictures? Yes. Or? My first uh, picture that got framed, I was 11 years old. Oh, shit. My uncle and my aunt uh, were getting married, and I made my parents buy me a disposable camera. Mm-hmm. And one picture stood out the most because uh, we were uh, like I took pictures of the wedding. Like I only had twenty seven pictures. I think it did. You had to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every time, every time. So that's how I started on film, man. This, this is how I started on a fucking disposable camera, bro. And uh, so I took pictures of that. But the one that stood out the most, and a few of them got framed, but the one that stood out the most was uh, me and my sister actually snuck in to the limousine with my uncle and my aunt on the way to the reception or mm-hmm. the party or whatever the fuck they're called. I don't keep up Something. with shit. <laughs> they went to the party. We rode with them in the limousine and in there they kissed and I timed that you perfectly. Got it? <laughs> the fucking, like, it was perfectly dark and there is, like, uh, red accents in the, in the limousine. Mm-hmm. And so they're in a white dress, the fucking suit. I mean, everything is just, and then the picture was perfectly framed. Ooh. When they printed it, I mean, everything was perfectly centered. It was just really good. Do they still have it? I think so, yes. Hell yeah. I think they did. Any flash or the, the lighting did? Uh, no, 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 no. Limousine was dark as fuck, so I did use flash, and that brought out the red accents. Oh, okay. In the limousine, and mm-hmm. that looked, I mean, it made it look sharp. You're like, you're like Kubrick. 
That's what Kubrick... Uh, Stanley Kubrick is one of the greatest directors of all time. He's dead. He died in 99. Uh-huh. But that's how he started. He was like a little kid. Like, so legend has it. He was like a little kid. And he would just go around New York just shooting still shots. And the, you can look them up online. They're really good. They're really good pictures. Yeah. And then he... Later on, becomes the one of the biggest directors of all time. Biggest perfectionist, too. Ooh. A lot... I think I told you about him. A lot of actors that have worked with them. Oh, yeah, hate him. Yeah. But, because of how much he how much them, he, yeah. yeah, how much he made them do the, the take over and over yeah. and over again. And what he wanted in there, too. Like, if anything was fucking with his frame, he's like, get it out of here. It's, it, and yeah. the hardest thing was, like, you know, one actor was fucking up, but four other actors were having to redo the scene also and keep their mm-hmm. shit perfect. Otherwise, hey, you're fucking up now. Do it again. <laughs> it's like everybody had to be in sync perfectly. Exactly. And, I mean, the odds of that were slim and that's why they hate it. I mean I understand but I think it, it paid off he was a tyrant he was a true tyrant it paid off indis- yeah it paid off it paid off but at, at, at a cost because a lot of like um, in A Clockwork Orange you know you know about that movie mm-hmm. um, A Clockwork Orange is about a, a, these psycho kids they're like 15, 16 years old the girl they're just going around raping and murdering people and uh, to get to get into the actor who played Alex, the main protagonist, antagonist, whatever you want to call him, he, uh, like, uh, Kubrick would, like, he, they would be buddy-buddy together on, on set all the time, and uh, he, he would he would get him into character and yada yada and stuff, and that's kind of how he got into his head, Yeah. and then, like, once the movie was released, they never spoke again. Yeah. He would try to get it, Alex, or the guy who played Alex would try to get into contact with Kubrick. He would ignore him. Wow. He never spoke to him again. Wow. Dude. Why? Yeah. I because that was the way that was his job. That's the way he got into his head. Wow. Yeah, he was one of those directors that like he he was gonna get into your head no matter what. He didn't care what kind of toll it took on your mental health. Wow. He really did not care. <laughs> that is intense. <laughs> he was he was a true he he was the definition of a perfectionist. You know. Um, <laughs> I don't want to say that the movie I'm fucking with you on Hulu reminds me of the movie The Butterfly Effect because of the psycho psycho. I've never seen that. Oh yeah, (laughs) I just deflated it because my explanation will make sense to everyone else. It's not like psychotic or psychosis or like psycho like fucking butterfly effect is, but it has those uh, like the sudden. Uh, plot twists per se just the, the sudden abrupt change yeah. in the story it's like whoa did not see this coming. <laughs> and you'll see that a lot and I'm not fucking with you but uh, the butterfly effect is one of the movies that has stuck with me dude I watched that probably a lot younger than I ever should have watched it <laughs> but it, it is one of my favorite movies Butterfly Effect. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that with Ashton Kutcher? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So good. I remember seeing The Case a lot in like uh Blockbuster. Ah, uh, yeah, dude. Like, you know, I remember, dude, I remember I think seeing it a that lot. That may have been the first time I ever watched it because I recently came in touch with it. Not recently now. It's been like a year and a half. But it had been like 10 years yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> so about a year and a half, I uh, had the fire stick and it worked. And it doesn't anymore. But uh, <laughs> uh, watching that again, it was like... It was just as good as I remembered it. That's that's just good storytelling. Yeah, and good and it's direction. Like, <laughs> you'll see what I mean when it when when you you watch it, dude. You need to watch it. Uh, that and this other one that I just told you about. It's just so all over the place. It's, it's a beautiful story at the end. It all makes sense. And mm-hmm. it's like, 
Oh, it's one of those things where just like at the end, if everything finally Not, comes together, because no, there could have been alternate endings through these situations mm-hmm. that flashed back that didn't really happen. I don't even know how to explain it. It was a butterfly. It was a butterfly effect, man. What are we doing? Are we good? Are we good on time? You wanna... Yeah, I think I think we should go ahead and uh... we're gonna close it off. Yeah, we need to start getting ready. What time is it anyways? It's uh, eight forty. Eight forty. Right. Well, well, yeah, we'll just go ahead and close it off, man. But again, yo, this this was fun. Like it was we, fun. We were, I, I thought we were at like thirty minutes. <laughs> dude, it, it it did go by really fast. Yeah, honestly, because some some episodes have like I'm like looking over and I'm like I feel I swear it's been thirty minutes and we're like at fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I'm like all right. <laughs> so let's just keep let's keep on trucking. Let's keep on trucking. <laughs> and and we do. But uh, no, this, this felt super quick. I feel like I talked a lot. <laughs> Talk random shit but we didn't have any us huh we didn't have any uh we're getting better at this <laughs> i think we just hadn't talked by ourselves for a long time oh yeah we yeah we haven't we have like, not even, even like outside of the podcast we haven't hung out as much and like had our deep conversations as we used to like mm-hmm. more often mm-hmm. but hey man we're, we're, we're fucking doing shit i yeah, got yeah. shows and shit again i got a 420 show coming up Woo-hoo. main street saloon san angelo texas 9 p.m Red Giles will be there too, man. If you think he's funny, go and check it out. Yo, and go check out uh, the CNGI Entertainment YouTube channel and check him, uh, Sergio, and Red both out at Mescal. That was a great show. There's also uh, Adrian Green's on there, her videos there. And I've got a different video uh, under CNGI Entertainment for my videography. That was my BS little editing video, but it was super fun, super quick. And for the BS that it was that I recorded, I feel like I ended up having a decent little project turn out. <laughs> and I added some music. It looks pretty cool. And and I got a Facebook page now for my comedy. Oh, yeah, you, uh, go and like Sergio Cervantes Comedy. You'll find it. If you know what I look like, you'll, you'll see me. <laughs> and this is great because this is where we're... Uh, he's going to be keeping up with the shows. He's going to be letting you guys know about Open Mic and... Well, cool shit like that. Uh, probably episodes about the podcast is going to be on there. His, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. You got yeah. business cards, bro. I got business cards. Check out my business cards at uh, uh, bathrooms and shit. I don't know. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, the Desert Flower in the bathroom. Uh, we're going to just post that shit up and we're going to... Yeah, yeah, man. So, we're going like, to tag that any, up. Anywhere I can put business cards, I'm going to I'm gonna put them for sure. Hell yeah. And uh, also, again... Um, Desert Flower every Thursday, 9 p.m. Open mic. If you trying to see some comedians, trying to see some, trying to do some karaoke. Hey, somebody anything. karaoke with me. Yeah, anything at all, man. Literally, got I'm open so down. Mic. Nobody mm. ever wants to go up and do karaoke with me. I am <laughs> so fucking down. I love singing. I'm not. I don't do it well, but I do love singing. And uh, I, well, I do too, man. <laughs> no, you don't. Not I, enough to go up. No, no, not enough to go up. But I like singing. Yeah, well, you'll sing when I'm singing upstage. <laughs> you won't go upstage and sing with me. Hey, man. That may, that <laughs> you like change. <laughs> I, I All like right. the sound of that. <laughs> Thanks again for checking into the Come and Get It podcast. God knows how many episodes we're in now, but this has been super fun. Very fun. This is co-host Sergio Cervantes. And Israel Valdez. And we'll see you next time. I'm going to take a shit. All right.